Welcome to the latest edition of Treaty Talk with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan, the Vale Star and Weekly Observer. After a long, long wait, Matt, we finally have inter-county competitive action to look forward to. Obviously, tomorrow, the Camogie team get their championship underway against Westmead. On Sunday, then, the footballers resume their Alliance National League and that drive for promotion. Um, I suppose we'll also look into the injuries in the Herders camp this week as they prepare for the Munster Championship next weekend. But I suppose there's only one place to start, and that is the Camogie tomorrow in Brough at 2 o'clock. Again, they'll be streamed live by Stream Sport Ireland. The two of us will be there. Um, I suppose for Paul Sexton's side, their last game was in March. It was a big victory, but momentum has kind of gone. There's players out, obviously players in. They're playing Westmead, who were intermediate champions last year. So it'll be a tough test, but Limerick will be favoured to come through it. Limerick will, will be favourites, Jack. And I suppose it, it's a historic occasion in, in that... Um, for the first time ever, Westmead will line out at senior level in in in, in the Camogie Championship. Um, like it, it, the, the Westmead story has been absolutely fantastic. Um, the, the the rise and the fortune of of Camogie in Westmead, um, junior champions in 2017 um, when they beat Dublin in the final, uh, intermediate champions last year when when, when they beat Galway. And now they're getting their first stab at, 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 at senior Camogie. And I suppose it's 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 um it, it's in a difficult group. There, there isn't any doubt about that because um, away to Limerick in the first game and the, the other two teams in the group are Waterford, who are rapidly improving, and you have Kilkenny, who who were runners up last year. So it it will be something of a baptism of fire for them, but they will be coming up against a new-look Limerick team. And like, um, in normal circumstances, you'd be looking at um, your last game, and but the last game on this occasion has been over six months ago. And if you were to go by, by that game six months ago, um, like, it was a very, very, and you were there that day, I think, Jack, um, it was a very, very impressive performance against Dublin on, 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 the, on the part of Limerick. But there has been dramatic changes to the Limerick squad since for various reasons. Um, players are not available. Rebecca Delia has been out since since the Tipperary game. And others, um, big names that would be miss, missing, like Cam O'Leary. Um, you have Roisin Ambrose. Debbie Murphy is going to be missing. Lisa Leonard. Um, Katie, Katie Hennessy. Laura Stack. All for a variety of reasons. Like... And it is something like that, that Paul Sexton and his management team couldn't possibly have, have, have legislated for. Like, we'll be going into the game, if, if you compare us with our last championship game, which was the quarterfinal defeat to Tipperary in Tullus last year, you could have as few as five or six of that team on only lining out on, on, um, on Saturday. So it, it, it's, going to be, it's going to be a new look. Limerick team. Now, if if you take a look at, at, at the, the respective teams' performances in the league, and, and that's the nearest we can go to, to, to finding for them. Limerick were in were in division one, of course, and um, like they had that controversial defeat um, to Tipperary in the first round. Where was it a point? Um, should it have been added in or it wasn't a point in the end? It was determined that it wasn't a point. And Limerick lost the game by a point. So that heavy defeat to Galway thrown in in the middle. The most impressive thing about Limerick, of course, in the league campaign, was the way 
they regrouped after that heavy defeat to Galway and, and, and dug out that great, res great result against the Dublin team who had pushed Galway very, very closely. Now contrast that with Westmeath, even though they have been in the top tier in, 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 um, in the championship, that doesn't necessarily follow that they're in the top tier in, in, in the league. They were playing in Division 2. And before the lockdown, they had just one game played, and that was at home to meet, their neighbours meet, which they lost, they, they, they lost by seven or eight points on their own patch in, in, in Kilbegan. But look, those games are six months ago, Jack. They, they, they will count for very little. And sometimes very often we say that um, league form isn't a scientific guide as to what may or may not happen in the championship. And I think this will be borne out. This will be borne out on, on, on Saturday. I think this, this will be a very, very close game. Um, but I think Limerick should have the wherewithal to, to, to get over the line on this. It'll be very interesting to, to see the lineup um, that that um that um Paul Sexton comes with. And like there, there was there's only one player from the county champions to lead it, Cam Milan. There are seven or eight. Um, players um, from the intermediate champions rough. Now, I was very, just as I was impressed with Kilini this year, I was very, very impressed with Brough in, in, in the intermediate championship. And, you know, if there is a downer to this year, it's the fact that Brough do not get the opportunity to play senior next year because uh, on account of the truncated championship and what have you, um, there, 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 there was no promotion or, or, or relegation. Um, it will be very, very interesting to see Paul Sexton's lineup, but I, I, I think that Limerick have the wherewithal. Um, I, I, I'm expecting to see possibly a couple of debutants, um, I'm, I'm possibly um, a, a couple of full debuts, and I, I, I'm also uh, expecting to see possibly championship debuts, uh, another championship debuts as well. So um, it, it won't be easy. Um, like Westmead will, Westmead will obviously target um, target this game, just as Limerick will have targeted. But I think with home advantage and everything, and I think Limerick have the player with all that they'll just get over the line in it. Yeah, and not to overlook Westmead or anything, but down the line you have Waterford and Kilkenny. So how important is it for Paul Sexton side to get that win with just such a, a quick run off in the championship? It's, it's, it's crucial, Jack. And it's, it, it is something that I don't quite understand um, that you mentioned. At Limerick have a home game first, and then they're away uh, in, in successive games. Um, you know, I, I would have thought like, that the away games might sandwich the home, the home game. Um, but any, ad, any advantage that might accrue from, home at, from uh, <coughs> having home venue. Like it, it, it's gone after the first round. Um, that, that's a bit disappointing. But there is no doubt he, he will be building. He, he, he will be hoping to get the type of result, get the type of performance to carry to Waterford in the next round. Yeah, and, and as we said, that game will be available to watch on Streamsport Ireland's website um, tomorrow from Brough at 2 o'clock. Then obviously moving on into Sunday, you've been Lee's side and that... Well, Jack, just, before, just, just before I go... Um, we go from, from the Camogie. Um, Kirk was due to play awfully in, in the first round of the Camogie Championship on Saturday at an awfully venue. And awfully have conceded a walkover. 
and it is not, I understand, COVID related. So that is a sad development to see something like that happening that a county cannot field in, 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 in the senior championship. We, we, we had a similar situation, you will recall, in the league last year, where Wexford failed to field a team, I think, going to Galway. Um, that, that is a disappointing development um, because we know the level awfully um, we're at over the last couple of years. On a couple of occasions, we know to our cost the level they were at. But I, I think it's a very, very disappointing development. And obviously, the, um, whatever disappointment that, that there is in, in Offaly about it, there's equal disappointment in Cork because they had planned their campaign on, on the game against Offaly, then a home game against Wexford before travelling to play the All-Ireland champions. But overall, it's, it's a disappointing development. Yeah, it is very disappointing. But I suppose from a Limerick perspective, it's great to see that even without all the players that aren't at Paul Sexton's disposal, we have a senior team, we have a strong 26-woman panel, and we also have the junior squad who starts next week um, in a game that hasn't been fixed yet, but I'd imagine will be a doubleheader as uh, both senior and junior team are playing um, Waterford. So it, it's boring well in Limerick, thankfully. Uh, th thankfully it is, and like Fra Francis Kennedy has 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 um has has a strong junior squad, as you say, and 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 uh, they're, they're rightly being used as as soccer development for the for the, for the senior squad, you know, show their wares as it were at, at level. And I saw them playing awfully actually in 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 the, in in the last game before the lockdown, and it, it was an awfully team that came to. LIT with, with with pretty strong credentials, but Limerick on the day got got, got the better of them, and <coughs> Limerick had a very, very impressive league performance before the lockdown. In that they had won three of the five games, and that their two remaining games were against the bottom two, Roscommon and Wicklow. So they were in a very very strong position in the league before the lockdown, and and we just hope like that that they will be able to pick that up. Um, but I presume we'll be talking about that next week. We will, but just it's it's good to see Limerick Mogie is definitely on an upward direction. Obviously, last year reaching the quarterfinals, so please God they can get their campaign off to the right start um, tomorrow and can, can continue in that progress. And we'll see. Obviously, we'll have both junior and senior games preview next week. But on Sunday, then the attention will turn to the football McNeville Park at three o'clock. Limerick versus Wexford in round six of the National Football League. Seems like a lifetime ago that we were praising Billy Lee and his side for just it's such a brilliant start to the, the campaign. They had seven competitive wins and the trot, including the McGrath Cup win and four league wins in a row. They obviously lost to Antrim in their, their last game before the lockdown. But, but the work that was done beforehand is what you'd be hoping Limerick bring into it. Um, there's obviously a few injuries, a few newcomers. But can, can Limerick continue in the form they were in? at the start of the year, or is it like a new campaign for Lee and his side where a win could possibly get that promotion, which would have been the main goal at the start of the year, I would imagine. Well, first of all, Jack, we have no reason to stop praising the work of Billy Lee and, and, and his squad. It has been absolutely, um, absolutely tremendous, you know, at the expense of boring people. Just go back two years when Billy Lee um, had over 50 players that wouldn't commit to the county team. It's a seismic, it's a seismic turnaround. There's so much for the better, like excellent start to the season. Um, three wins in the McGrath Cup, beat Cork in the final. Can't ask for any better than that. Question marks, would they, would they translate that into the league? Emphatically answered, four straight wins. 
then there was that defeat against Antrim. Now, it was a 12 points defeat, but that final scoreline is masking a performance by Limerick that did not warrant a 12 points defeat. The, um, in contrast to the game against Wicklow, in which they scored four or five goals, they created the same number of opportunities. closeness of the game on the pitch. Um, so, um, uh, with that aside, um, both sides now have to pick up after what? Uh, a six months lockdown. Now, the permutations are very, very interesting here. When, when, when Limerick will play that game on, on, on Sunday, like, to, you know, I, I suppose it speaks volumes. I have to say this, Jack. It speaks volumes for the position that Limerick were in going to Antrim, that they could afford to lose the game and still retain their position at the top of the table by a point. That will tell you how, what a strong position they were in. Now, <coughs> if they beat Wexford, it means that Wexford are out of the equation. Now, Antrim travelled to Whitlow, who are both in the equation, so something has to give there. Sligo have a tricky trip to Carlow. And were Carlo to turn them over, and it would be down to Limerick then on Sunday, um, they could nearly seal the deal on Sunday, seal the deal of promotion if they were to beat Wexford. Obviously, there, there will be a few changes. Um, I suppose the most striking change and the most disappointing change, of course, will be, will be the absence, um, the probable absence of, of Danny Neville. Um, who, who was in smashing forum um, pre-lockdown and who was in smashing forum um, for most of the, of, of, of the championship campaign until he picked up that injury and had become the team's talisman, like go-to man, like, but he's going to be absent. And obviously, Dara Tracy has, has, has returned. Um, Tien Sheehan, of course, will have will have picked up and, and shed his injury worries that he had since, since he came back into the squad and, and, and will be an addition. And, you know, there, there, there are a few coming back. Colin McSweeney had, had a long run with, with Gerald Griffin. So Billy Lee is going to have additional, additional options. Um, now, the situation in Wexford isn't really ideal because um, from their point of view, because since the lockdown, um, Paul Galvin, who the Kerryman, who was um, manager, has gone, has left during the summer. Um, Shane Roach has taken over. He has enlisted Declan Brown, the former Tipperary All-Star, in, in, in his backroom team. And the latest information coming out of Wexford is that they're hit with four players testing positive for COVID. So uh, four of their squad, four of their football squad, and two of their hurling squad. So certainly their preparation isn't, isn't, isn't ideal coming into the game. And um, like it'll be Shane Roach's first game um, in charge. He has a huge job of work. Um, they lost their opening round game in, in the competition, but they have since regrouped and, and, and won three, three games in a row. So in normal circumstances, if the game was played when, when, when it should have been played, they would have been coming in on the back of three in a row 
whilst, whilst Limerick would have been coming in on the back of a defeat for what that is worth. But now the whole dynamic has changed completely and um, we've had the six-month lockdown and we've had the, the problems for on and off the field in, 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 in Wexford. And um, uh, we have Limerick, we've lost Danny Neville, but on the plus side, we, we, we've got a couple of players back. And I would be pretty confident, um, I'm pretty confident that Limerick will pick up on the form that they showed even in the Antrim game, but pre-Antrim game. And, and uh, I, I, I think they will see the job through on Sunday and that, 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 that they'll win the game on Sunday and just hope that with, 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 with them, that results elsewhere will be such that it will be enough to get to Division 3. Yeah, and hopefully. And I think it speaks volumes to the work that Billy Lee has done. That When you said there that only two summers ago there was 50 players unavailable, that now, unfortunately, Danny has gone absolute star. Jamie Lee obviously is gone, but it's not really, it's not cat catastrophic, for want of a better word, that Limerick have players, Billy Lee has built an extremely good squad. If there's players there to come in, as you mentioned, like Sikola McSweeney, we didn't see this year with the, uh, Gordon Brown, Mike Fitzgibbon, um, you Sean McSweeney in the squad now. There's a real squad there now, thankfully for Limerick. Darryl Tracy, and like the, the, the headache that Billy Lee has this weekend will be revealed later today what starting 15 he's, he's going with. Like the headache of lack of numbers of two years ago has given way to um, um, a, a bounty of riches. And but that is down to the hard work that Billy and his team have, have done behind the scenes. Because, you know, other managers um, could have lost faith, could have walked away and said, right, hands up, that's it, I have enough of it. But not Billy Lee. He, he was in there for the long haul and, and um, like... He's just getting. He's just getting the reward that his hard work deserves at the moment. Yeah, and definitely it's it's deserved. And you'd have to say that regardless of the team that Billy picks tonight at nine o'clock or whenever he does, you would be confident that Limerick will overcome Wexford and get that one step closer to promotion for the first time since 2016. Yeah, and I like it. It, it, it would be awfully disappointing where you to gather, uh, pick up ten points, and and not get get promoted. I, I'd say very seldom that that has happened in, 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 in the league since it's in this present format. And um, I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that Limerick will get the result on Sunday and I just hope that it will be job done. Yeah, and, and how important is it that with all the uncertainty we have, they were actually able to finish this league campaign that started so well for Limerick and it'll be going straight into the championship. And I would say if you ask the players, do they mind playing league right for championship? They'll be delighted to have competitive games before that championship quarter final against Waterford. Oh, I think they will absolutely. Uh, you, you know, I, I I think managers like going into the championship, they're always playing challenge matches, and like this must be a certain amount of of manna from heaven that you have two competitive games immediately before you go into the championship. Now, the only only downside of it is. If you pick up a serious injury or two, that 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 is the only downside. So close to the championship, but you could pick those up in challenge games. But at least in challenge games, you can determine how far out from the championship you wish to play. But this is set in stone. You play league this weekend. You play league next weekend, and the following weekend 
you're, you're straight into championship. So, look, um, I, I think on the balance that, that most managers um, will be quite happy to get the two competitive games as ideal preparation for the championship. Yeah, and it is ideal preparation. But just as you were on about injuries there, unfortunately, moving on from the football now, um, the senior hurlers suffered a huge blow um, last weekend against Galway with the news Mike Casey is as good as uh, John Clyde didn't confirm it, but it, it does not sound good for Mike Casey. And it's just, it's a huge blow to the Pearshick men who, who hasn't put a foot wrong since he came into the senior setup and obviously was instrumental in the Pearshicks um, senior hurling championship win over Dune. Um, it's the second cruciate, well, we're, we're going to, the second knee injury for that fable full back line. It's just, it's really unfortunate to see for a player still so young, like, and has done so much in his career. Yeah, it doesn't bear thinking about Jack, unfortunately. And um, talking about Mike Casey putting a foot wrong, I don't think he put a foot wrong since he's picked up a holiday um, right, right up to minor under 21. And, and, and it's at senior level, like he's been absolutely outstanding, uh, an absolute rock from the Pearshick and, and for Limerick. Um, it, were my Casey to miss out, it would be an absolute massive, massive blow to Limerick. And it comes at a time like when Richie English may be tantalizingly short of be, having made a full recovery, all in the same full backline. That, 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 that really compounds the problem and um, it, it, it will call for a certain amount of scratch head, uh, head scratching um, by John Kiley um, as, as to how he's going to reshape his full back line. Tried and trusted full back line, which have been a rock um, since, since Limerick made, um, came to the fore four years ago, four or five years ago. And it was a carefully built, built full back line. Um, three outstanding players. And now it looks as if Sean Finn may be holding the fort on, on, on his own of that trio. And question marks as, as to who, who will, will, will come in. Um, will Sean Finn move to full back? Will Tom Condon come in on the right? Will Aaron Costello come in on the left? Will Barry Nash flop back in, 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 into left cornerback? Um, th 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 these are all the, poll, the questions that are being posed. Um, in, in, in the anticipation that, that Mike Casey um, injury will roll him out of the competition, roll him out of the championship. Um, like, it, it, it's a massive blow. We, we, we just can't, we, you know, we can't overstate um, the, the, the loss um, of a, fu a, a full back to any team. Um, you know, and one of the caliber of Mike Casey, um, it's, 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 it's just so, so hard to take at this stage of um, facing, facing into, in, into the championship. But it is what it is. We, 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 we've got to face it. And um, there's better news for Richie English. He's closing in on a return. There's very good news in Darrow Donovan in that he's back in, 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 full, in full training. So they are positives at least. And certainly Limerick's defensive panel is going to be tested by this latest injury. And but I have I have faith on John Kiley and his management team to to come up with a format that will 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 certainly lessen the impact at least of, of the loss of Mike Casey. Yeah, and we spoke about the strength of the, the football squad, but John Kiley really has an abundance of riches in his team. Um, you went through a number of options there, but I suppose it it will probably come too soon for Rich English. He'd probably rather have that full calendar year 
But if you were if you were to put in players, just say it's going to be Sean Finn and two others, what would you do with that back line? I, I just don't know. I think I'd put Sean Finn in full back because he has he's played out quite a bit. Um, your options then are do you play Tom Condon or do you go for Jerome Whalen? You know, who, who had a very, very good, very, very impressive season, I thought, with the leadership um, on, on, on the right. And then on the left, do you go for Aaron Costello or do you go for Barry Nash and slot Paddy O'Loughlin back in? Or do you go for Dan Morrissey at fullback? He's another option. Leave Sean Finn in his corner and then let left fullback line, left fullback open between Tom Condon, Aaron Costello, Barry Nash. There, there are a number of options there. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what one John Kiley will offer. Yeah, and I suppose looking at the Clare team, it probably won't be down to positions. It's probably players will be tasked with man-marking jobs. We saw Sean Finn last year picked up John Condon. If he was doing the same this year, he'd probably just be the default fullback. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't suit the likes of Dan Morrissey to be a cornerback. He's probably better in the middle at the full or centre-back or on the wing. So there's definitely... There's definitely um, room for manoeuvre in that back line but it promised me an intriguing clash with Claire straight but, knockout again it's brilliant to see but the bottom line Jack is that um, John Kiley has very 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 good numbers at his disposal whatever yeah. whatever format he opts for whatever six he opts for uh, or whatever strategy he opts for he has he has an abundance of good hurlers who are able to carry it off Oh, that a wealth of riches. But just looking towards that Clare game just for a second, we'll obviously talk about it in depth next week. Who would you say it favours more this quarter final, this once off game? Because obviously last year um, Limerick blitz Clare, but the year before it was vice versa and Ennis. This year we're going to have a neutral venue, a once off game. Clare have kind of been a bogey team for Limerick in recent years. Will it suit Clare more? I think I think the longer um, format suits Limerick more. So is this a chance for Clare because Limerick will be favourites. Limerick will be the fa- will be favourites, and of course, it's it's more than a quarter final in the Tis League final as well. And at the end of the day, there's 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 going to be there's going to be silverware. Um, I, 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 that's a hard one to say, you now, Jack. That 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 is a hard one to say. But um, you know, we blitz blitzed them two years ago, and and you must remember these were home and away games. This is this is a neutral venue. Like Claire always managed, practically with the exception of two years ago, to really raise their game for Limerick. And um, uh, Claire have their injury problems as well. Collins and, and, and Galvin are going to be missing. Is there a doubt about Conlon? So, um, like, they will be a big, big blow to Claire. Um, I, I'm not so sure that in the circumstances that it favours anybody you know, to an inordinate amount. Um, uh, but, uh, but Limerick's farm has been so good. Um, uh, the county players, without exception, I think showed very well during the, um, during the club championship. So much so like that he didn't tempt John Kiley into making any changes, um, additions or deletions from his panel. So... Look, we'll be talking about it in greater detail and we'll have to reflect on it in greater detail next week. But I, I'm not so sure that it favours anybody more than, you know, 
doesn't I don't think it favours Limerick more than Clare or the other way around. No, I don't. Yeah, and as you said, we will be talking about it more in detail next week. And obviously, next week we'll be back, and please God, we will have seen the Camogie team get off to a flyer with a win. We'll see, hopefully, we'll have seen Billy Lee's side get that inch closer promotion, possibly have been promoted if results elsewhere go their way. And we'll obviously have that huge um, Munster Championship quarterfinal to look forward to. But it promised to be a great weekend of, of intercounty action for the first time since March. And it's, it is a blessing to have it back, isn't it? Yeah, and I, 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 I suppose it, it's a pity like that there is right up to today, Friday, that, 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 that there is still uncertainties and there's, there, is, <laughs> there is calls for it to be, uh, not for it, for it not to go ahead. Um, I think you're absolutely right when we said there at the outset, or you said to me off air like that, um, to coincide with the various government announcements that, that the GA should clarify what their position is um, to coincide with that, I think that that would be a very good idea to clear up the thing because every announcement that's made, uh, questions are being asked, how does this apply to the GA? How does it impact on the GA? I think it's a good idea like that, um, what you said there, that possibly if the GA came out with an explanatory statement as to how any particular change in restrictions and measures impacts on the playing of our games as to whether they're on or off. Yeah, and it, it would be nice to have that clarification. But for now, we'll take it tomorrow at 2 p.m. from Brough. We'll have just, just on the programs there, Jack, um, I, I, you know, it, it's only a little thing, but, you know, Tyrone and Dublin are playing um, in, in the Ireland on the 20 semi-final this Saturday. And it's fixed for Breffney Park in Cavan. Like, you know, I, I, I think an effort should be made now that Cavan is in level four and was heading for level four for most of the week. And now, the, and especially when there is, there is, um, there are no attendances allowed and um, that there are only the minimum of, of people involved, that an effort should have been made to change it maybe to Longford or Mullingar in the circumstances. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't envy the people involved and I, I don't claim to be an expert in anything COVID related, but look, hopefully, that we'll, we'll get the games ahead, they'll, they'll cause no concerns, and hopefully we'll have two Limerick wins to look back on next weekend. Hope, hope, hopefully we're that, that we, we, we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be basking in glory, Jack. <laughs> Please, God. But again, many thanks to you, Matt, and we'll see you next weekend.